This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Okay, we're talking about one thing this week, talking about freedom. It's the week of 4th of July, and I think that digging into freedom and your freedom personally is imperative. Every now and then, stop and give it an appreciation, give it a real look-see, and say, where am I living in freedom? Where am I stuck? Where am I trapped? Where have I been taken captive? right? Where am I a prisoner? Where are the chains? But also, where am I living in fruitful freedom and liberty because of Jesus, because of him in my life? Because we have a negativity bias as humans, hello, welcome to personhood. Um, We have the ability to constantly see where we feel deprived, where we feel trapped, where we feel injustice, but we actually have to take like real intentional, specific, uh, I don't know, just put attention on what is great, where freedom is in our lives. Where are we seeing the fruitfulness of God? Where are we experiencing the uh, the fact that his his yoke is easy, his burden is light, right? Where are we experiencing that in our lives? And if it's in our life, but we don't see it, then how are you ever to give testimony to what God has done? You know what I mean? So with that said, I want to bring your attention to the book of Joshua, the uh, chapter four, because jo- Joshua, he was the successor of Moses, right? He was a leader. He was a warrior. He did some really incredible things. And he also led the Israelites into the promised land. So when the people got to the Jordan River, verse 17 says, Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished passing over Jordan. I want you to stop and actually think about people who are escaping. (laughs) They're escaping slavery. They're running for their lives (laughs) and for a very long time. But they forget while they're in the wilderness. They forget what God has done. So they come to the Jordan River, and they're about to enter into the promise. How many of them remember the promise? And there were no text messages, right? Hey, remember that thing God did? Or like a, you know, a journal inside of your pages, uh, documents on your Mac, like that, that wasn't available to them. There was no way for them to know what God had done, except to have the people around them speak, sharing the testimony of Jesus, hearing the testimony comes from hearing, hearing of the word, and 
it being passed on and the message being spread of what God had done, the promises he had made, and the freedom he had brought, right? So then they get to the other side. That They make it to the land with dry ground. Now, remember this. They just passed through a river on dry ground. Then they get to land of dry ground. So the Lord tells Joshua to have everybody set up these 12 stones of remembrance. Each tribe is represented, each of the 12 tribes, they're represented by 12 stones so that each tribe remembers that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in time to come, what do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it passed over the Jordan, the the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones will be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. Okay, think about this. Now, Jesus, his Hebrew name is Yeshua, which is translated also as Joshua. So Joshua led the people of God through the waters into their promised land, just like our Yeshua took us from our death, from our old place of slavery into this promised land of freedom and victory in him, uh, life and joy and true peace. And one day we'll have a new promised land for eternity. Okay, I want you to stop and ask yourself, have you remembered? Have you focused on and given any attention to the places you've gotten free? The things that have happened in your life, not just after you knew Jesus, but before Jesus, have you paid attention to the things that he's done? And have you looked back to see where the hand of God was protecting you, leading you, guiding you, uh, correcting you? Have you looked and intentionally sought the hand of God in your life to bring you joy and freedom from captivity? Have you, have you remembered what he's done? Not only in the past, but have you remembered his promises for your future? Like Jeremiah 29, 11 says, he has good plans for you. He has a future planned. It's got hope. It has joy in it. There is freedom and the chains of bondage, they are broken over your life because of who he is in your life, because of what he's done, because you are a child of God. Now they are broken by him and by the power of Jesus's blood. Now you have to partner with him. You have to become into agreement or you can keep actually handcuffing yourself again and again and again. You can keep throwing yourself into the prison again and again, because if that's where you believe that you belong, if that's what you want, because it's a habit and it's more comfortable to be imprisoned, it's more comfortable to be taken captive. If that's what you know, and you're not renewing your mind, and you're not actually remembering what he has said or done for you, then it's the same thing I've talked about when I say You can be adopted and the paperwork can be filled out, but you can still act like an orphan. 
You can still live like an orphan. You can still buck up against the parents who adopted you, who want you, who chose you, and you can still say, no, thank you. And we can do this with God. We can say, well, I understand that you tell me in the Bible, I'm an adopted son or daughter. I'm an heir in Christ. And then we can still act like we're slaves. We can still act like we're orphans. We can still act and believe, have a paradigm of captivity because that's what we have known. And that's where your soul is saying, you know, it's just easier to go back to Egypt. I miss the sugar and I miss the salt and I miss the taste of the good life. All the while your spirit is saying you were not free and you hated it. The spirit within you knows when it's not free. So here's what I'm asking you to do. This week in America, I understand it's not 4th of July everywhere. So in America, we celebrate Independence Day on the 4th of July, which uh, as of the time of this recording, that is tomorrow. And it is a moment to celebrate independence as in the context of freedom and victory in that. But I want you to actually, no matter where you are in the world, I want you to consider not independence from God, but independence unto the Lord, free from the enemy in your life, free from the bondage, free, free from the scales that have covered your eyes, and actually allow the freedom and the independence that you've received through the blood of Christ draw you unto the Lord so that you're not, um, so that you're dependent upon him but you're independent from the world. You're independent from the enemy's plans for your life. You're independent as in you're set free. You're not held prisoner and you're not, you're held captive anymore. The bonds of slavery have been broken. Jesus went to hell and he took back the keys. So how can you step into remembering what God has done for you? Number one. And number two, how can you start living like it? How can you start acting like you have been set free? How can you start acting like the the freedom and the promises for your future are true and you're stepping into them? And then number three, how can you share what God has done in your life to set you free with other people? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And you are called through the great commandment, to know God, to make him known and share the testimony of what he's done in your life. I want to remind you, you have been set free. You are free indeed. You've been set free from G- by Jesus from the world and the enemy. So how can you live a life day to day in all of these small ways and big ways? Nothing is, nothing is too small to share. These stones of remembrance, they, they are not just to pass on to the generations, but stones of remembrance help you, your own soul be reminded of the God within you, Emmanuel. It reminds your souls, soul to, to rise up and bless the God of, that, of Israel who, who has set you free, who has brought you out of your Egypt. Okay, look back into your life and say, wow, 
That was the hand of God that saved me. I hadn't even called on his name yet. And yet look what he did to protect me. And I know your soul will want to rise up and say, look at all the places he didn't protect me. Look at all the places he let this happen. Look at all the times when he didn't show up. Look at all the unanswered prayers. And I'm going to tell you that is soul talk. Ask your spirit the answer to those questions. And a redeemed spirit that hears, asks, and seeks, and knocks so that it can hear the the voice of its father will rise up and give you the truth to those answers. Your soul wants to complain. Your soul is a toddler. Your soul likes to throw tantrums. This is normal. It's in a restorative process. But don't give it the only voice in the room. Let your spirit rise up to lead your soul and your flesh. That's what we're doing is we're overcoming the flesh by the testimony of what God has done in our lives to remind our flesh, to remind our thought life and our emotions so that we can renew our mind, be aligned with the truth of God, the word of God, and say, I'm going this way because that is the way that God is leading me into my promised land. And I will follow my God. I will bless him. My soul, which is Oh, dismayed and so disappointed and so disencouraged, discouraged. (laughs) So I'm going to tell my soul, my spirit will tell my soul, remember, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul, bless the Lord and all that he has done all with all that is within me. I will bless the Lord. Give this attention this week. Thank the, the people in your midst who have fought for your freedom and remember that God not only has good plans for you, but he says that through Christ, all things are possible for you because you love him. What is possible for you in your life, your legacy, your family? What is possible because of the freedom? You have been set free and you have the spirit of liberty on your life and you have permission to go pass it out. Go hand out freedom, pray and prophesy joy and courage and faith over the people in front of you. Go affect the spheres of influence you have, whether it's at home or across the street, in a coaching business, at work, in a, in a line at the restaurant. It doesn't matter. Go share it somehow. You don't have to get religious or weird about it. Just share the goodness of God in the land of the living. Okay. I bless you, friend. I'm praying for all of you as listeners to experience tangible fruitfulness, tangible freedom, tangible growth of your faith towards the spirit of the living God. And I hope you have a great day. Talk to you next time. I hope that you love this episode and you feel challenged, inspired, and encouraged. If you're a coach or you want to be one, jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group so we can connect over there. And to work with me, grab the links in the show notes to get quick clarity about your calling as a coach and entrepreneur, as well as how to get trained as a coach with Sterling and Stone and start your own business. Bless you, friend.